Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi everybody and welcome back to Private Education, the Smart Sex and Relationships podcast. I'm Ashton Keenan and my voice is back to normal. Thank Christ. I was going to say the F word but my dad might listen to the intro so we won't until later. Um, Yeah, last week I was uh, struck down but I am back in business now and I have Ali Ryan sitting in front of me who's my guest this week. Welcome Ali. Hi. <laughs> Ali, for anyone who doesn't know, Ali is the founder and CEO of Goss Media. So Goss.ie, which is... A website, let's face it, we're all on all the time for all of the goss, <laughs> the actual goss. Um, and she's an award-winning showbiz journalist. And in fact, I remember years and years and years ago seeing this girl win the showbiz journalism award and thinking, I'm such an underachiever. I haven't won any awards yet. So, and that's how many, seven years ago, Ali? <gasps> yeah. Like, you've, so you've, you're not fresh in the game. You're, no. you're in it a Where long time. Where were you time. working then? Was I think you magazine? magazine. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was you magazine. Or yeah. maybe I was, maybe I was fresh in the door at you magazine. In fact, I think it would, yeah, seven years ago, I would have been just in the door at you That's magazine. That's mad that you even saw that. Like, I would never think that. Yeah, I yeah. remember seeing, because I remember, I mean, like, not that I was scouring the papers for award yeah. winners, but I remember <laughs> just being like, oh, I want to, I want to achieve stuff. Like, Do you I want to win. The funniest thing about that thing, because I'm like such an overachiever and I'm always like, go for your goals. Mm. I remember when I got nominated, like I was the youngest person to ever be nominated. And in the National Newspaper Awards, there's an award for Young Journalist of the Year. So I was like, if I get nominated for anything, it might be that. Yeah. So when they nominated for this, I was like, oh, it's them being really nice, being like, one day you're going to get this. And Paddy Power had betting odds that year. And all my peers were in it. Two people that were in my company were actually nominated to in the, f- the same field as me, which right. was great crack. Um, <laughs> and my own bosses like bet against me, like didn't. Um, yeah, they didn't gamble on me. My aunt did and one of my friends did. And my ex at the time was working in Paddy Power. We were together at the time. And he messaged me and he was like, all the NNI votings after like being paused. And I was like, why? And they were like, because someone in the newspapers after putting a bet on you but it was a friend of mine but obviously they look at that stuff and they're yeah, like oh yeah, yeah. and I was like okay so when I won on the night like my odds I was the least likely to win and I remember sharing it on Facebook being like hey guys I'm the least likely to win wouldn't it be gas if I won like yeah, throw a few yeah, bob yeah. my aunt won so much money like oh my god it was like 18 <laughs> to 1 or something yeah so you're and I, I presume you got a present off your aunt probably Spencer. around a drink so oh, good, yeah, okay, good. Yeah. I just realised um, I have a dress look at this <laughs> I have a dress <laughs> on me at the moment that that um, my the top button keeps open and I'm showing my full boobs off. If it's any podcast, it's like okay, where it's this. One. <laughs> yes, that's fair. <laughs> so um, I I was dying to have Ali on, and because we've had um, we've been at lots of press events and things together, and we've had like the ultimate chats when yeah. we've been sitting side by side. And I just find you like you're one of those people that I would just listen to talk. Do you know? I just <laughs> I would just I just like I feel to like listen to your stories. With you, no, okay. I just like to listen to your, to your stories, and yeah. I love like you know when you're at these um, like dinners and things. Sometimes you get sit, sit next to someone and I you're know. like, oh God, what am I going to actually talk to this person about yeah. for two hours? They're like, the weather's been crap. You're oh like, my oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like talking to a new hairdresser. Yeah. You're like, I don't know this person. What, what am I going to talk about? But with you, I'm always like, we'll have the chat. Yeah. We will talk so for true. two solid hours. So yeah, <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, before we, we um, turned the mics on, Ali was talking about, um, we were talking about relationships and sex and that sort of thing. Ali um, filled me in that she's been single for seven years. Yes. Has not so depressing. Does it feel like does it feel like seven long years, or are you like yeah? Yeah, like I think about this sometimes. Like I'm so funny because sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like I'd love a relationship, but also I'm like, oh, okay, calm down. Like mm. I don't know how I would deal with it because yeah. I've been single for so long. I don't know how long it feels. It freaks me out. The reason I've been thinking about it a lot recently is I'm turning 30 in November. So that freaks me out, right? Okay. I actually love my own company. Just like you hear statistics of like X-Men people die from loneliness. And it sounds really <laughs> dark. Or you listen to a love song now, right? Because I haven't been in a relationship in a long time. When I hear love songs like, you know, I can't live without you. I'm like, oh my God, cop on. <laughs> I'm just not on the same wavelength anymore. I'm mm-hmm. kind of like... 
I love going on holidays by myself. I love being able to go home, watch what I want, look how I want. But then everyone, everyone needs love. Everyone wants it. Like, but when you're used to a certain way, so sometimes if I've met someone and we've started dating and things are going well, I do start thinking like, oh my God, so exciting. And then I actually have this panic moment where I'm like, oh my God, am I ready for this? Because I've been single for so long. But yeah, I think it's just turning 30 and it's like a really old school thing, but I still feel this way. Like when I was in my teens, like I was like, I want to be married and have kids when I was 27. Like when I was, I had boyfriends from the age of nine. Like I got married in the schoolyard. I constantly had boyfriends like all the time to my parents' annoyance. Like all throughout my teens, I had serious relationships like a year two years all that kind of stuff so I just always had it in my head and I always wanted to be a mom and it was like always my focus so it is a bit weird now being 29 and being like okay I'm running my own company which I never thought I would do and I'm so single like I'm but like so you're, in single. fairness <laughs> like your focus has obviously changed though yeah. because throughout your teens and your early 20s surely you probably you know you're you I'm sure you always had goss in your head because you strike me as one of the people who was like just yeah you got your goals insanely and you followed them yeah. yeah but you know like it's not like for the last seven years you've been sitting around no twiddling I, your I've, thumbs. Had, I've you've also ha- I've you've had, had my fun to do. I've had my fun too but yeah so basically what happened was when you were talking about that showbiz award I was seeing a guy then for about four and a half years and we were mm. living together for three of those years like I'd known him a really long time and it was literally like on the road to marriage kids he actually got married recently like that's where it was going okay but there was so many problems in the relationship like I'll be really honest like my main issue like with situations in the past has been I have this like obsession of going for people that are like unattainable and like I know they don't like me not like on purpose like subconsciously and then what ends up happening is if I end up getting them and we get together and things are good about a year into relationship then I actually start to see the relationship for what it is so I'm so focused on the person and I become obsessed with the idea of being with them and like I really want them to like me so are you into like the chase so you're into like getting the person so you're you think yeah okay, I don't I even can't. know if it's the chase because only when a guy is the chase it's like they want to get the ride they want to get you in bed for mm. me it's like I want them to love me I know it yeah. sounds so crazy <laughs> yeah it's a subconscious thing and like I've worked on myself a lot like I'm not like that anymore but that mm. would have been my thing your type yeah and then I remember a year into that relationship I just realized there was so many issues and I was like looking after him all the time I felt like his mother and he was older than me so every guy I've ever been with has been a minimum amount older than me I've never been with a guy my own age ever like age gap of what are we talking here on average like on average like minimum six years okay yeah and even like when I was oh if my mom listens to this when I was like 16 like I was like having an affair with someone who was 22 okay so this is the type of person okay. that I yeah, was yeah, yeah so you're going for older guys yeah all the time. but this guy I suppose was more serious and like there was a future and all this stuff but then when I felt like safe and like happy and I knew he loved me and I loved him then I was like right okay let's actually look at this relationship and there were so many things that were wrong about it so coming up to the time of the the NNIs like winning that award changed my life for so many reasons and one of the changes was breaking up with him so on the run up to it I was obviously like really nervous really excited and he Mm. just didn't really care or have any serious and like so many people cared like you know like you know this from working in this industry like I worked in certain places for a long time where I was told I was shit at what I did when this award kind of came around I was literally like oh my god wait a second am I actually good at what I do I think that's probably why when I saw it I was like oh my god I like this is amazing because you know for anyone who doesn't work in the media and particularly like magazines and and newspapers there is this thing of they make you feel almost like you're completely replaceable Mm -hmm. at any given moment Mm -hmm. and then they make you feel like you're shit at your job and it means they can pay you less yeah and it means that you are shitting because you don't want to lose your job extra for them yeah i remember actually being at an event um one time and i had like they had one place i was working and had said to me like don't make friends with a journalist and i was like right okay then i ended up in an event and up talking to other journalists and people were like oh my god are you Alexandra Ryan like I've seen your stuff and I was like have you I was on like a very prominent page and everything mm. I should have known that it, I was known wish. yeah 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 um but yeah so when so sorry when all that was happening around mm. the award and stuff I just kind of noticed you didn't really care that much whatever people have their own interests um, well, that's but not that's not fair to say because like if you're he, yeah. if he's your boyfriend your long-term boyfriend know, and you're winning thinking award, of marrying him like yeah, yeah like he should be showing well I remember being this was like the point for me where I was like of no return and I had sorry a, a year into relationship or two years I think I had sat him down and I was like I'm gonna fall out of love with you if these things don't change because it happened to me in another relationship where I went for kind of a bad boy and then we settled down and then I broke up with him because I realized mm-hmm. and I was like I can't take responsibility for everything like at the time he didn't have a bank account so I all the money went into mine and I he, sorry he didn't yes. have a bank account yes when you said you went for bad boys I was thinking you know 
Like, <laughs> well, I, that's I, another like, level. I was not thinking didn't well, have I don't even know if bad account. boys is the word. Just Hilarious. like... Yeah, it's my own but see I look back on that now and a lot of that was my own fault do you know what I mean like I allowed certain behaviours that I shouldn't have at the same time but yeah so I remember that happened so it meant I was responsible for everything so like if I lost the card or do you know what I mean? Like I was constantly the person that was in charge and like we'd go to a party. He wasn't really a social person and he would like want to go home and I'd have to look after him. It was that kind of relationship. But anyway, I remember sitting at the NNIs and it was around, it was very close to Halloween. It was October. It was right before I was turning 23 and he texted me while I was sitting at the table waiting to know, am I going to win? Am I going to win? He texted me going, is there enough money in the account for me to buy a Halloween costume? And I just literally remember sitting there being like, oh my god not even like how are you feeling how's it gone have you found out like nothing and I was like and I hadn't won at this point but then when I did win like just so much confidence came into me that I didn't have in such a long time and I looked at my entire life differently and I was like I want to change what I want to do in my career because that was my career goal to win that award I was yeah. like right I need a new career goal I love how you achieved your career goal at, at 22. 22 I know well now obviously the goals are different but like yeah, so that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh no. And he, I think, I don't know if you saw, I put up a post when I was in Marbella a couple of months ago about being in Ocean Club and I was like in a swimsuit or whatever. And I put up this post and I got like such a big reaction because I was saying the first time I ever went to Marbella, which was with him, <sighs> I remember I was invited to go to things because, you know, I was in the press and people were like, oh, if you want to yeah, pop in. Yeah. And I was like, let's go, let's go. And he was like, no, like, you know, we aren't those people. Like, we're just normal average people. You can't go in there in like a bikini. Like, we'll stand out like a sore thumb. Like, we're not special. And like, so when I went back to my bay this time, I was like high heels on, makeup on, hair up. <laughs> I was in my thing and I was like, God, that was such a negative relationship in so many ways. And do you know what? It doesn't sound like it suits you and who yeah. I know you to be because yeah. like, I mean, in fairness, if I went to Marbella, I probably would stick out like a sore thumb no, in one of those you actually, clubs. This is the thing that you wouldn't. I have always thought that because of what he said. And when okay, I went in, I okay. was like, everyone was I'm normal size. Here. Okay. Everyone was, when you have a few drinks as well, you actually don't care. But that's what I learned from that relationship. So, and obviously there was amazing times too. Like it wasn't all negative, but that was one of the biggest things. I was like, I need someone who's in my corner. Like I need someone who's going to be a positive influence. And there were mm-hmm. so much negatives and, I just literally broke up with them like that and my whole family were like what because I'm such an obsessive person okay. but when it's dead it's dead like if I know there's no future because okay. I want to be a mother I want to have a family so if I'm like this person is going to be a good father it, it's just dead and are you good at because I know I am not good at the like going cold turkey when you break mm-hmm. up with someone thing oh no we're all shit at it like I'm so bad yeah. at that no like it, Do, we, are you able we were, well, to we kind were of... living together and we broke up and so we had two bedrooms so he just kind of moved into the next room but sure there was loads of nights he just came into my bed but like yeah. we there was no relapse or anything I never okay. got back with him again after okay. that because literally when I know it's just that's it I can't I put myself into everything that I do. So that's why I think Goss has been the success that it is and why I've put myself out there so much. If you told me tomorrow I needed to run a shoe shop, it would be the best shoe shop in Ireland. Like, that's how I am. I'm the same with people. And it's a bad thing as well because when you do that for the wrong person, all you do is get your heart shattered into pieces, you know? Do you you feel like you put... Like, do you feel like when you were saying about the guys being uh, unattainable, not, Mm. not, not necessarily unattainable, but like... Um, do you feel like you want someone who you can work on and improve and make better and make you know what I mean the way the way you look at your business like no definitely anymore that's what I did do that was my problem was mothering people and every single guy that I've had a serious relationship with they're all still with the next person they met right they've married them they've had kids with them (laughs) yeah honestly and I think they'd openly admit that to be Mm -hmm. honest with you um, like the, my la- that ex I was telling you about that's like married now like his friends and family had never even seen him in a relationship and then he met me and then now he's married yeah so that's yeah. actually that has happened my my most recent ex is now getting married and really? before like when when I was with him there was no like and he was actually a good bit older than me too yeah there was no talk of marriage there was it was almost like so he, funny. he was a little bit kind of not against marriage but just we just never spoke about it, it was never a thing and we yeah obviously I'm broken up with him because I'm now married <laughs> like, I'm actually so with him on the weekend <laughs> but like but like he's engaged now and it was yeah. just it's just mad how you know things can it is like I sometimes feel like you know a, a guy or a girl can like train you can exactly. like train someone in as to how to be yeah. a good boyfriend well, girlfriend whatever and then send them off into the wild, into the wild to find to their find person them. relationships like I have literally no regrets and like when I say I've been single for seven years like there has been situations I've fallen in love with people like I I just haven't been in like a committed full-on boyfriend and girlfriend like I haven't called someone my boyfriend in seven okay. years obviously but that's, there's been so situations you've been single but that doesn't 
necessarily mean that you haven't been in love no with and like my family would say one of my big problems are even though i keep saying i'm single i've been in situations so like when i'm in them like i said i give my all so like i can't see other people and that is one of my big problems so if i like someone or i'm chasing someone or there's a dating thing going on and look at the same time like i've had one night stands where i've literally never thought about them again okay and not like strangers i've actually never slept with like a stranger or anything but like someone you'd like sleep with so like it's weird if i just meet someone and there's this connection i'm just sold like that second it's there mm-hmm. like they could like shoot someone in front of me and i'm like no like they're I love fab. yeah and so do, do you find ever that um well you know that you're saying you're when you get with someone you put your all in and even yeah. if you're not okay not necessarily i don't make it obvious person. though they don't think i'm like obsessed with them it's just no. in my head yeah now. you're just like imagine you, i was like not, where's our house but see the way kids? you were saying you're not you're not um you, you won't see anybody else while you're mm. you know you're not necessarily with the person but yeah, you're not yeah. seeing anyone else like have you ever come up against a situation where you were not seeing anyone else but the person that you're interested in or the person that you're seeing was seeing someone else yeah and how no, did that's you, happened how a did good you fucking few times to be okay but like no. completely by accident okay like i'm no i'm no saint like obviously years ago i think there was a situation where i kind of knew about it but mm. Yeah, like a couple of years ago. So just the thing, like there was like a person kind of around in my life for about two years that mm-hmm. kind of really pushed me off the dating edge because okay. so many things happened. But yeah, I was kind of like obsessed with him and mad about him and we were basically seeing each other. And then he just told me like six months in that he had a girlfriend. <laughs> so that was like such... Six months. Yeah. So that was like horrendous. So yeah, that's happened. And this is the problem I find. I feel like I'm really like, I doubt so many men now because so many things like that have happened. Like mm. even now, it hasn't happened in a long time now, thank God. But there was a span of time there for about two or three years where like anyone I'd meet or start talking to or texting or get with, I would find out like there was somebody else or there was someone there. Like, and did Did that make you feel guilty at all? Because I remember years and years and years ago, a situation with a friend of mine where they felt like they were seeing someone and, mm. you know, like really excited about it and mm-hmm. you know similar to what you were saying and then a few months in they found out that they were the other woman and oh I God, know yeah. aside from the fact so like they had to deal with two things they had to deal with the fact that they were kind of heartbroken because they mm. were mad about the but also the guy. they were like a mistress. but also they were like yeah. they felt guilty because I find they were it's the a, this situation was kind of a weird one because him and his girlfriend kind of were on and off as well so there were times where he so actually was so like a gray area with her. okay yeah so it was very confusing but then I just thought he was a complete liar anything he told me wasn't true um, so I don't know but no yeah like uh, after a while when I was like are they actually together I like started looking into her I found out who she was yeah. I, of course I felt bad I was yeah. like oh my god yeah. and like it's such a horrible position to be put in because if I had known someone was even slightly seeing something he put it like they were seeing each other but like the more time passed and I looked into it like they were basically they were boyfriend and girlfriend okay. like yeah. But I'd be staying in his apartment for days on end, you see. So it was I how was I to know like that that mm. was the situation? So that was a very weird one. I've never like been with someone properly as a boyfriend or girlfriend and then I find out they have a husband or sorry, they were a wife, sorry. Nothing like that's ever happened. Okay. And now like my radar is is much stricter and I'm way more aware. Like I will ask someone straight away, like, are you single? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> because it just happens all the time. Yeah. And in this industry, like so many people are like, How have you not met someone? And I'm like, think of the people that are in this industry, okay? The most egotistical people in the world (laughs) work in showbiz. Okay, yeah. They're either running a company in showbiz or they're an actor, they're a singer, they're an athlete. Like, these are the people that I'm around. Do you know what I mean? A lot of those people just do what they want. Okay. So it's not not really the place to meet someone. You could definitely go out and get the ride if you want, but like, it's not the place really to to meet your husband. And do you ever find, because like, obviously, you know, you you have a very active social life I think it's safe to say mm. everything I, like I I have no idea how Ali does it <laughs> like um you, you just I suppose through work and because of the nature of your work you're mm. always at these social events and always yeah. out and on nights out and in bars and at, at mm. launches and you know do you you were saying earlier that you're not doing the online dating thing no. yeah but do you find that the fact that you have a because you know there's a lot of friends of mine who are single who say I have to do online dating because I never I'm not out mm. enough I don't go you know put myself out there I don't see enough people I don't meet enough like you are mm. out there the problem is though, the I'm time. at events so okay, yeah. I do it all the wrong way like I wish I went out on Fridays and Saturdays that's where you'd probably meet normal people but I don't do I that I'm mean. out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday you're working. at work events yeah. yeah so yeah I think definitely if I was going out in the weekends it'd be different but it, 
it's weird like I, I remember like this is only recently enough a couple of months ago I was in the black door and I was like talking to a guy and we were getting on really well and like it was really late and everyone was chatting and, I, and then all of a sudden this guy came over and he was like what are you doing John blah blah turned out he was married and I literally was like alright great the one night I go out and I'm trying to see can I chat to people so sometimes it's just easier for me to go with people who are in the industry even though I know it's going to turn out bad and that's my other issue there's a big part of me that thinks just go for the bad guy go for the bad person because then I know it's going to end bad there's no expectation whereas if I uh, the worst I get is when I actually believe in someone and I'm like Mm -hmm. this could actually like turn into something that's when it's just it's so bad like there was a guy this year um that I was kind of seeing and like we were chatting for ages and Mm -hmm. I was like this is like too good to be true like he's such a nice person didn't meet on a dating app nothing like that I can't remember, I think we followed each other on Instagram or something, but then I, in real life, I like bumped into him at something and I was like, oh my God. And he was like, I want to take you on a date. Like, I really want to take you out. Um, And I was like, okay. So it wasn't like, let's meet for drinks, which is code for, you know, what you're let's, doing. Let's write. Let's yeah, write. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, which like, you know, I probably would have gone for a drink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, he was like, I want to take you on a date. And I was like, okay. And I remember whatever the day was meant to be, he messed me the day before, but like, I actually can't do it tomorrow. I want to do another day. And I said it to Kendra in the office. I was like, no, I have such a bad feeling with this. Because the last guy, the one I was saying, kind of crushed my soul a bit. He used to cancel on me all the time. Okay. I'd be like on my way to something. And he'd be mm. like, I'm not coming. Like, I'm not showing up. It's not happening. I mean, he would like build it all up and be like, he did it one time, like on the week of my birthday. Like things like that the would happen. The week of your birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so I was really nervous. But then everyone was like, you know what? You can't expect that everyone's going to be him. So give mm. this guy a chance. I was like, right. Okay. But my instincts were right like mm-hmm. so I did I met up with him had like this amazing dinner and I like really wasn't even drinking at the start because I was like oh god like I don't want to like lose myself here but yeah. he was just so nice such a gentleman was like talking to strangers about me like people that were around us in the restaurant we went for drinks the night just went on and on. it was like nine hours we were out and I was like this is just amazing and we've been talking for like two weeks as well so I was like, oh my God, I really don't want to sleep with him. I don't want to sleep with him. And I text my friend. I was like, I don't want to sleep with him, but I want to sleep with him. What do I do? And she was like, you're a grown woman. And I was like telling her how the date went, things that he had done. And she was like, oh, like he's taking the bot. Like, don't, you should be allowed to have sex with someone and not yeah. be worried about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, grand. So all night long, he was like, I can't wait for a second date. And I was like, I don't think you should come home with me because I really want the second date. Mm. He was like, Ali, like no matter what happens, if we sleep together now or on the fifth date, like, I just like can't wait to get to know you and I really like you blah blah holding hands everything so we sat together whatever next morning got up all fine he was there like really nice really chatty didn't hear from him for eight days after that they were like some of the most horrific days of my life I can't even tell you how like anxious I was eight days is a bit much and the only reason we started talking is because I texted him like I literally was like hey (laughs) what else do you say to that in Uh, fact I'd probably be so stubborn I would just delete his number but then and and what was his excuse he was like oh hey I was like what this is the the reason I'm like humiliating myself and telling you the story is like there's these types of guys that are out there this happens all the time it was all a game and he was like so I'm historically attracted to narcissists and I remember telling him on the date like <laughs> the last guy was a narcissist and he used to not show up at dates I was telling him the story of what happened yeah. with the last guy not expecting <clears throat> to be talking to a similar I know I look back in that situation and I'm like I was looking down saying it was he like smiling going <laughs> I've got you <laughs> that's me done probably was um but yeah no he was all like excuses excuses oh my god I really want to see you I'm so busy blah blah so then I was like okay what the fuck do I do now yeah. do I give him another chance I'm like I don't know what to do because it is rare and did he give you someone. an excuse for those eight days can we just like he was like you never texted me and I was like okay 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 you got up out of my apartment and you were like I'll talk to you later on that's what he had said so I was like but then I was like god maybe I should have texted him it's so hard to know in modern dating like what's wrong what's, and what's right? right yeah so I was like right okay I should just give him another chance anyway long story short this went on for like three months of like giving him a second chance and I still have never seen him since then like he was like I'm gonna meet up with you I'm gonna do this I'm gonna chat to you here I'm gonna call you tomorrow I want to do this let's make this plan I want it to be a sober date he did that about four times and only I'd say two months ago I just like blocked him on everything oh my gosh yeah and you just and you still never heard from him no and the thing is well he would always come back to me like he would text me all the time and he's still liking some of my stuff on another platform so I only blocked him on one he's probably listening to this like this type of person he is and the thing is I actually didn't even like him I hope he is and I hope he's a little bit ashamed of himself 
oh, the thing is, I didn't. This is my issue. I didn't even actually like him anymore. But it was the it was the lack of interest and the challenge mm. that it kept driving me to be yeah. like, maybe I should look into this more. Maybe it's this. So it's such. There's been so many situations that haven't worked out, and I mm. look back and I'm like, thank fucking Christ, because like I know what would have happened if I ended up with someone like that. It's not a good person. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. it's you can't treat people like that. Like you can't do that. You can't not show up. You, you know, I especially when I had specifically been like, oh, I'm so worried about going on a date. Like I just mm. haven't had the best experience. And then he's like, Oh, here, fucking hold my drink. Here I come. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's what yeah. the whole experience is like. And like I said, I actually didn't even really like him that much in the end. When I actually broke it down, I was like, Okay, Ali, step back for a second. What's the issue here? And yeah. the thing about most relationships, I genuinely believe from being single relationships with your family relationship with your husband at the end of the day 95% of it is about you and how they make you feel so yes I, I actually think falling in love is the easy part the difficult part is being in a relationship where you respect and treat each other well and you make yourself feel your best self that's actually the most difficult thing to find you can actually fall in love with someone you can sleep with someone you can be on dates but like it's all about yourself so like in those situations now I do kind of step back and I'm like no this is upsetting me because I feel worthless like mm-hmm. he's made me feel worthless I actually don't like him there's so many things about him I didn't like but it was just because he did that I was mm-hmm. like no like I'll give it a second chance let's just see what happens I wanted to win I wanted to win the game yeah. I wanted to get another date and then be like right fuck you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but it didn't even happen that's, so. there is something in that though because that thing of winning like when anyone in a way rejects you when anyone mm. says whether they don't text you back or whether they yeah whether they dump you first or whatever it is and like even if you haven't necessarily liked them that much or if you know like if even if someone is I don't know if you're chatting to someone on Tinder or you're chatting to someone on uh, Hinge or one of those apps and you're like oh yeah I'll see where this goes and then you're chatting to someone and then all of a sudden they don't they stop writing back Mm. you're automatically I think I don't know whether that's you is get that a woman you, thing you but get over it though now like I uh, I mean I know I've really never met up I only did one Bumble date I actually prefer Bumble by the way if anyone's looking at apps Bumble is a much better caliber of people okay. of guys because the woman speaks first 90% of them are looking for a girlfriend when you're on Tinder you really don't know what they're looking for mm-hmm. because it is basically a writing app with Bumble like they have to be secure enough to let the girl talk first mm-hmm. and my one of my main issues with um online dating so one of them is I just don't particularly find people attractive like I wouldn't look at someone and be like oh my god like obviously you would look at actors and whatever but I need to meet someone like yeah. all my exes look completely different none of them have had similar jobs they're all completely different the other thing is and like people probably aren't even going to believe this like but the amount of times I've matched with someone and someone's been like I know you like I know you on Goss I know you're at this event even like last week I was on Bumble still and someone messaged me being like oh you look really familiar and I just unmatched him straight away I was like no mm. because it's a hindrance in a way because then it concerns me. I'm like, does this person just want to come to premieres and like go yeah, on yeah, amazing yeah, press yeah, yeah. trips? So I kind of would prefer, it's, so, it's such a cash study too. I'm like, I want someone that's completely out of the industry but then they'll never understand my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I don't know. And like, do you think that, is that like, I mean, when you're online on an app or mm. whatever and someone obviously, you know, you're, so your first name goes in the app, right? So it's not yeah. your last name. And then they recognize you from mm. Goss. And by the way, I don't have on a Goss.ie owner and I have no, no branding on <laughs> yeah, it. I'm literally yeah, like yeah. so just, just incognito. And yeah. yeah. But like if someone does recognize you for, mm. for from whatever, from Instagram or for mm. from Goss, um, do you think then that that puts you on the back foot because they like... They can find out, they can so, much find out so much about yeah. you. They can see your Instagram posts. Yeah. They can see your history. Definitely. They, you know, like, do you it, feel it, yeah, that's unfair? De- yeah, I mean, see, it's funny. Some of the guys that are on these apps don't really have social themselves. Some of them have Instagram. Like, you'll mm-hmm. always have a peek, but there's so much you could find out about me. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's in-depth interviews, you yeah, know what I mean, about yeah. my life. There's, yeah, no, it, it definitely is. That's I just don't like it. I don't like it. And I'm just such a connection person. I just, like, fall in love or, like, I fall in like whatever the situation is it's nothing to do with like how they look so it just feels like a waste of time but look there's times I go on it like there was I did do one day with a guy and he was like a lawyer and he didn't have any social media and I was like oh this is interesting I've never done this before let's see and he was really nice we spent like five or six hours together see five or six hours to me is like a serious commitment like I'm really busy so I was (laughs) like this better be good he paid for everything he was a lovely guy he tried to kiss me like the end of the night and I was like, oh, like I just, you know what I mean? It's the first date, whatever. Yeah. Never heard from him ever again. Because you wouldn't kiss him or just... No, I don't do know. He know, was do probably doing four or five dates a week. You see, I'm just not okay, capable of doing that. It's not mean. who I am. I mm-hmm. can have fun and trust me in these last seven years, I have had 
fun I've stories to tell my grandchildren I've had the maddest experiences like mm. and I do live like an amazing life and I've had such fun with guys and done crazy stuff if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers with Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today that's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But at the same time, you know, like everyone just wants to find the one. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it gets to a point where you're just sick of all that stuff. And you know the way you said earlier on that the one of your kind of, I don't know if like if it's a proper ex, but one of the people, mm. one of the guys from your past crushed your soul. <laughs> when you say that, do you mean that like, do you feel like you've hardened mm. in the face of like, Definitely. do you think that you're kind of like yeah, almost it's changed true me, love averse It now changed because, me so, no, mm, I don't know. It's changed me a lot like because like I genuinely like went to counselling after that situation ended. It was so bad because my family literally like honestly like did an intervention with me. They were like, what are you doing? It was literally like being a drug addict because Did I your family said know them, about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, knew. okay. And they had, I, I had like, whenever I disappear on social media, my family get really concerned. Right. It's normally to do with a guy. Like I'm normally somewhere. Like, but they normally, they used to freak out a lot if I like, wasn't on my Instagram or whatever. So one weekend they got really, really worried. And I was with him. So I, I was like, oh, no, no, I'm here with whoever. And like literally the next week I went home to my family home and everyone was like, sit down. Like, do you know what I mean? Like there is something wrong with you. Like he treats you so bad. Like, why are you doing this to yourself? And would you share with your family the bad things that was no, happening? No, not with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 And because with the I last guy. Did. There's some things I've never told my family and I yeah. never will. Like there's been flings and like really crazy mad stuff that are like my little secrets that I'm gonna mm. take to my grave but yeah with that stuff I, I did we're like an open family and I was so upset about it do you know what I mean and even with the guy recently enough I was asking them for advice even though they're all married and I've literally had no more than one boyfriend I was like should I give him a-? and they were all like oh sure yeah like give him a chance like sure there's no way like they couldn't understand this most recent guy like that he had actually disappeared they're like no like he's gonna like what yeah yeah what do you mean yeah and i was like no like lads this is modern dating yeah this is why i loved love island like so many people give out about it but it is such an accurate reflection like you know casa more and like picking another girl everyone's like that's so unfair that is what happens in Mm. real life people lie people are con artists they just and this thing we all have our own problems like the one thing I've learned from all the bad relationships that I've had, like I actually don't hate any of them like at all. I still love all of the people I've been with and I still care about them because I just think sometimes two people like aren't the right fit and there's reasons. Like so my, I have that weird obsession with like having to do the chase. Like someone else might have that and be with me. So then it's completely wrong yeah. because I'm going to give my all. They're going to not want to give their all. We're, we're like too wrong. Mm-hmm. And like my parents are separated. So like I have a really strong opinion of what I want for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and what relationship that I want to have and it, it does kind of sometimes put the question to you like is like is everyone like going destined to find someone I don't know I actually mm. don't know mm. and maybe relationships like that things going wrong has made me think that I would honestly say the last time I've been in like a loving like healthy like a really happy relationship was when I was 17 <laughs> 
That's okay. 12 years ago. <laughs> okay. That's bad. Like, okay. That's bad. So that's, that's your last healthy yeah. relationship. But I do think, you know, everything, everything happens for a reason. And like, if I had stayed with that guy when I was 17, he was like my sweetheart who I wanted to marry. Like, I never would have set up Goss. And like, there's so many things that these guys ended up helping me with like in a really weird way they've put me on the path to where I am now so like I I don't have any anger towards any of them like I think relationships fall apart because of your own problems too and everyone has issues I just try my best to like look at the patterns like that guy recently and Joey got so annoyed I think is after the guy before him I thought I had like the warning signs down and I just was disappointed (laughs) in myself that I put myself in that position but But like I I don't know if anyone listening has ever been with someone that would con- you would consider a narcissist but mm. I'll tell you now narcissists mm-hmm. are very talked good about this, yeah. we have and they're yeah. very good at hiding they're, who they are yeah until it suits them do yeah. you know what I mean so if you like if you're out there and you're like how, how the hell did I not see the signs with this guy can't. this girl this yeah. whatever like n- people who are really like if, if people want to they can hide their true for a long time for a long time the and key, then reveal. the key traits which I've like researched in depth since all these right. situations the first thing is it's this thing called the honeymoon period so when you meet someone and it's very soon in like it's only a couple hours like I was on that date and all of a sudden they're saying all the right things like they totally agree with everything you're saying they're like oh my god you know let's go to a wedding in four months you're literally like oh my god this is it like yeah, this yeah, yeah. that's like a really bad sign so being sweeped off your feet in the first date is not good um, and then over time like I remember reading into that one of the big things narcissists love is the silent treatment it's like a punishment to you and it becomes addictive yeah. like you you don't hear from them and you're like why what's happening and you end up going spiraling they don't care they're off probably riding someone off yeah. and you're like why aren't they texting me why didn't this happen and that's how like you literally kind of become a victim of narcissism mm-hmm. and it can go on for years people mm-hmm. are married to narcissists yeah yeah so you just have to look out for it but no look I really think you live and you learn and like every bad situation I'm just like okay well look next time I know like they're not the things to do or I need to look out for this or I look at it and I'm like what did I learn from that what did I take from that you just have to do that but it's annoying that all these lessons have to keep happening because the way that modern dating is now and I blame the apps for so much of it like there's so much choice like if you're a guy and you're sleeping with like a girl and it's going great the next morning you could go on tinder and sleep with someone else Mm -hmm. so there's just so much choice out there you know yeah and people we've talked about this before people just seem men and women both seem kind of disposable because there are just so many other options out there yeah and look everyone's thing this thing i'm not a perfect person i'm not saying i want to get married like Mm. tomorrow like i still love my life and i would i don't know when it's gonna happen or how it's gonna happen my main focus is uh like kids like i just really want to be a mom and it's so funny i was at a tarot card reading the other week and i'm always saying to my friends like i'm so worried like i'm not gonna be able to have kids like i think about it all the time and i sat down and the tarot card reader took out one card she was like right you're so worried you're not gonna be able to have kids aren't you it's the first thing she said she was like the first card that came up was for Chelly. she's like you're so fertile like you're fine and i was like okay she's like you care more about the baby than the man don't you and i was like yeah <laughs> so like i need to change that as well i can't how am i supposed to find someone if i'm thinking thinking that in my mind I don't care who it is I just want a child you know what I mean <laughs> yeah so, I don't yeah, care about the vessel I, guess, I just want what's inside <laughs> yeah so that's something I guess I have to work on I need to like get over the past stuff and just mm. accept that love can come into your life and good mm-hmm. things can happen and Joe, you know I look at Meghan Markle and I'm mm. like at the age of 36 she became a princess got married and had a child yeah so I'm not even 30 yet so the things happen yeah 100%. the way they're meant to happen and like one of the things as well is you know the way you were saying about like the guy you were with when you were 17 and had mm. you stayed with him or whatever mm-hmm. like look you probably there's there's a good Seven chance you would have had like, kids by now you know <laughs> but, but I never would have done goss no exactly which and, is my and kid now goss is your, <laughs> goss is your baby at the moment yeah. but the, there is that thing of like when uh, I kind of feel as though when you're 17 18 and you're with someone and you you stay with that person all through your Mm -hmm. 20s and then you know you're with them a decade and then you get engaged when you're 28 and then you get married when you're 30 and it's all grand that works and that is fine Mm -hmm. for a lot of people but I think when you are in and out of relationships in your 20s and you get into your early 30s you kind of have you know a lot of people have this thing in their head of God, I need to be with someone for five years before we can get engaged. And then we have to... I know, I do think like that, you see. And a lot of people think like that. And Mm. the thing is, you know, when you're 17, 18, yeah, of course you need to be with someone for a few (laughs) good years before you realise... You don't even know who you are. Because you don't know who you are. But when you come into your 30s, and I think this will probably, you know, be the way it it happens for you Mm. if if kids is what you want. Mm. Like, it can happen really quickly in the sense that you can meet someone when you're 30 yeah you know no you know who you are mm. they know who they are at that yeah. at that age if not older 
like if it works immediately it works yeah, you'll know when you straight away a broken family though it's very hard to look at that and think that's an acceptable way to find someone mm-hmm. because the effects that it can have on kids so that's how yeah. i think about yeah. everything i don't even have children i'm like and my kids i'm <laughs> yeah. so worried are about my them. kids okay how though are they gonna deal? so i'm like i need to know but no i i, I do understand what you're saying i do but at the same time saying. like you know a, a relationship if you've been with them five years or one year and then you've, you've you have a kid it like at that it's age all it's yeah. all the same yeah. because i mean whether you're with them one year or five years at that age you know who you are and if, yeah. it's, if it's gonna work it's gonna work it's gonna work and if yeah. it's not it's not i have to though if there's anyone listening that's single and they're like oh my god i'm so single as well there's been so many this is just a specific podcast talking about the bad times but like this i have loved it like i could decide to go to vegas tomorrow for a week and i've done that like mm-hmm. i jump on a plane like you really can't do that kind of mm-hmm. stuff when you're with someone yeah there's so much freedom like i remember when me and my ex did break up that time and he moved out i remember just going into the kitchen and like into the living room sorry and just putting on something i wanted to watch and i was like oh my god i haven't done this in four years yeah where there wasn't a discussion i know that sounds so small but that's my life i can like go home (laughs) right now i can be looking like crap eat about like a thing of jaffa cakes watch anything i want stay up till five in the morning so to be honest like i only get those moments sometimes where i'm like oh my god i'm turning 30 but actually when i look at my life in general i i love mm-hmm. my life and i know that when i do get married and i have my kids and i'm like 45 i'm never gonna have that what if moment because i have done it all like yeah. i have been everywhere i the one thing i'd say about myself although things don't work out in the end there's never been one person i fancy that i haven't been able to get with like any person i've liked i've got with them you've because you because you you do i'm that so chase. ambitious you do that chase so ambitious. and you achieve and it sometimes that's all it is a bit of fun and that's great it's only yeah. when it gets into the other stuff sometimes it can be dodgy so i need okay. to like reframe my mind for who i'm looking for i suppose and not be looking for bad boys but then I, some of my friends are like you know like my older friends they're like your 20s are for your bad boys like do it like have your fun do your 20s mm-hmm. maybe in your 30s start to like readjust to yeah, what yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah. for but so and so do you think in at the end of it all the person that you get with might be someone that you didn't pursue but that pursued you well to be honest most people have pursued me it's not that I pursue them but when I, if there's something going on and I start to see there's a challenge then I pursue them mm-hmm. I, like this thing my family are like why are you always going for like guys like this and I'm like I didn't go for them like yeah. they came to me yeah I'd say nearly all of them came to me to be honest okay. and that's the funny th- but you know I know you really believe in all this too like auras in the universe like I obviously have attracted them somehow into my life but yeah. like there's been situations where I'm actually like are you actually kidding me like someone <laughs> that's like so hot so bad and they're like Ali and I'm like oh shit yeah like I know where this <laughs> yeah, yeah, is gonna yeah, go yeah. like so no I I don't know do you know what? when I went to another tarot card reader I don't know if you've been at these events where there's been loads of tarot card readers it's, at it's, just, it's just what's fancy at the thing. moment yeah it's a new thing and it used to be cupcakes and now yeah, it's tarot, now it's tarot card readers and I always end up asking about the business but recently I'm like right okay I'll ask about love mm. and uh, one person was like I can see the person you end up with like they're going to be really really funny and I was like do you know what's so crazy like I have never even thought of that as being an important trait do you being know what I mean? funny yeah like for a relationship like do you know like when you're getting with someone and obviously like they make you laugh like haha but like yeah. long-term life I'm like god like that is actually a seriously yeah. important trait like yeah so many bad things happen so many crazy things happen and I remember one when I was going through a really bad time with that other guy a friend of mine was like he was like, I know you love him and you're obsessed with him and you think this is heartbreaking. But picture this, like you're married two years and you've a miscarriage. Is he the person that you want with you? Like, is he going to be able to handle it? And I was like, no. And he was like, okay, two years later, like he's bankrupt. You have to sell the house. Is he going to be able to deal with that? And I was like, oh my God, when you actually put it down, all you actually need in life is a partner. It's not about being sleeped off your feet or having the best sex of your life. It's about someone, like I said at the beginning, it's someone being in your corner and trying to find that person I think is what I need to change about myself because I'm not attracted to someone who I think is lovely and sweet like I don't know until I start talking to them but some of the best people I know who are in relationships like I wouldn't even say they're massively like they still like are sexy with each other or whatever but you know what I mean it's more like a partnership I look at them and I'm like this is like two business owners mm-hmm. who really care and respect for each other and I think that's the key to success and anyone that's been swept off their feet that I know of none of those relationships have lasted mm-hmm. so I need to stop chasing the sweep part yeah yeah stop yeah. chasing it. and because like the sweep part is I mean so that's addictive. the fun part yeah isn't it like that's yeah. the part that you're like and that's why I'm saying like even though I'm like moaning now I do actually look back I, I keep a diary I've kept diaries since I was like six like I have like 25 diaries 
stories, right? Oh my it's gosh. insanely detailed. I could, I would love yeah, to read those. I'm sure you it's would never share intense. them. But my gosh, it's very intense. That's a lot of diaries. It's a lot, and there's a lot of boys, and obviously some of them were I was 13 or whatever. But so do um, you have literally like a play by play of all the everything that's ever happened to me in my whole life? Yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing! I, I'm so jealous. I would love. Really? I well, because it's mad. Sometimes. Over the last ten years, like working in media, I've I've done some deadly interviews. I've yeah. gone to some really cool places. I've you know I've done some really good stuff. But I, my memory is terrible. And really, some people will say, "Oh, did you ever have yet? Well, remember that time you went there?" And I'll You're go, like, "Did I? <laughs> oh, right, okay." So I'm so jealous. I would love to have. It's crazy. Put and that it's all such in an diary. interesting way. I'm so all about self improvement and like going to therapy and all these things. It's such a good way to and I'll. Uh, Analyze your life Yeah 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 Like I can look back At like even like I have a diary entry Of like when my parents Split up the first And they split up twice When I was like six Like it's crazy It's very sad But I was like That's so crazy That I felt the need To write this And to emote Like I'm such an emotional person um, but yeah, so I when I look back sometimes I'm like that's hilarious. But looking back now and some of the stuff that at the time were a bit stressful or like I didn't know what was gonna happen now I'm like oh my god that's so cool that I did that. Like I was with that guy and we did that amazing thing and like because my stories are a bit mad like they're like L A it's vague like there's crazy yeah. stuff that's gone on. Yeah. Do you know what's so funny though? I don't, like when you get older like all that stuff the actual chase that we're talking about is mm-hmm. different to the chase problem I have. That's more like a love chase. Mm-hmm. The actual chase I could not be bothered. I would actually rather be at home in my pyjamas than on Tinder trying to get someone to come over and have sex with me <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. I actually don't care you kind of mm-hmm. get sick of it it's like oh mm-hmm. that's why I'm kind of at the point now where I'm like okay like all the fun and games have been fun but like I actually it'd be nice to like watch Netflix with someone yeah. whereas I haven't been in that space in, in a while like yeah. And you know that thing of like trying to decide what to watch um, and like you you saying you know years ago when you, when you became single you were like able to just put yeah. on whatever you wanted like that like they're all those like little weird freedoms like that's they're great but then you, yeah. you you get over them and you're like yeah no it's okay I like I kind of like having someone, someone I have around. to text yeah, yeah like I have to let them know when I'll be home and there is kind of a, a certain comfort in that at the same time mm. um, that's definitely one of the things I've missed it's been in times where like something like amazing has happened like you know like the gossies you know like it's really taken me years to actually accept that they're a success like I'm so hard on myself like and that's what annoys me sometimes when I see negative stuff about me or goss online I'm like you actually don't realise how hard I am on myself like I never it really took me until probably last year 2018 for me to actually like you know what this is actually amazing and it was Nikki Byrne who actually made me realize it we were like sitting at the table and he was like it was like going to the my dad's with Nikki Byrne it was so random I was like oh hey Nikki <laughs> and he was like this is incredible like had you dreamed about this forever growing up you were going to do this and I was like I don't know I, I, I don't know and he was like Ali like just stop for a second he's like look around the room like every important person in celebrity showbiz influencers they're all in this room like you have done this on your own and I was like holy shit yeah that's kind of crazy and it literally was then I was like all right okay yeah fair play to Nikki Byrne fair play to Nikki we love Nikki but in those moments yeah there's definitely times I'm like oh like it would be cool to share that with someone or like you know I get offered so many amazing press trips and I get to travel the world and I'm like oh that'd be nice to talk to someone on one of those trips and like have someone with me but at the same time and because I'm so used to it now I love traveling by myself so I don't know but yeah when you have your hard days it's nice to have someone again in your corner just to talk to you and especially with what I do like I really can't talk to many people about it like my family like would just stress out if I talk to them about it other people have no idea you know like someone's like oh I've had a really tough day at work I'm like have you have you though have you <laughs> <laughs> like you've no idea what just happened to me and you so. know with that being a business owner and like there's a massive massive time commitment and like your whole life is goss really like yeah does that ever do you think that it would ever or has it ever gotten in the way of a relationship or something becoming a relationship I think the stress of it has not the actual business itself okay. because you know you can have it all you can have like five businesses and a husband and kids and everything but yeah like if there's times where I've been really really stressed out and like I'm really busy back to back and someone's like joining me for coffee like I actually don't know when I can meet you for coffee yeah like there's been times where I've like had dates set up and I've been like had such a bad day and I've been really really anxious and like they'll never understand what's just happened and I'm like I don't want to meet them I'm not going to be in a good mood so yeah Mm -hmm. like in those situations and then like the date might go well and then I start wondering like oh but what if we start dating like how am I going to explain all these situations to them because mm-hmm. running your own business is insane like I can't even put it into words the stress that you end up being under and then I was like I'm going to freak them out so I do overthink things sometimes I'm like 
that's why I get drawn to people in the industry because they understand like mm-hmm. they either run their own business or they're they're working in showbiz so they're like oh yeah this is what happens or definitely I've been attracted to business owners a lot like people who are in CEO positions and stuff like that but like they're like the most egotistical people in the world this yeah. problem I like for the job that I do I'm like such a rarity like I remember when I wanted to get into journalism both my parents were like absolutely not like you are not fit for this industry like you are not able you're too like sensitive yeah. there's no way like you're going to write about someone and like write something mean there's no way you're going to deal people and I was like no I'll be fine but like and do you still are, do you think you're still sensitive or ha- has it has the industry you know it's definitely you roughened up? me up the last yeah. year or so yeah definitely okay. I'm not as sensitive as I used to I used to I used to really 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 care what people thought about me like literally up until a year ago probably like it would I would really care like I would do things to be really really nice to people like over the top like over the top stuff just because I wanted someone to like be like I like you now I actually don't care like this is the first time and this is what people talk about when you get to your 30s isn't it yeah and I was always like yeah whatever it actually just is kind of a wave has come yeah, over me that, that, that exact thing I happened to me recently yeah. don't care like I say recently no Ali I it that happened to me when it two years ago when I was really? 29 <laughs> yeah I'm like well, I'm, I'm still, 29 so we're on the same I'm path still, yeah I still tell people that I'm like I still tell people I told someone the other day I was 27 that hasn't like, I, been I true still, for four years I still care a little bit but when you actually look into the psychology of things try to understand people I honestly just feel sorry for people now like because I've had a really long journey with self-improvement because like I was bullied so much in school I moved to school three times like I had a really really bad experience like I have no friends from my school years at all like still now you and moved like, school three times yeah Jeez. yeah and I like didn't I, I still don't have a big group of friends like I'm very much like a lone wolf in so many different ways so I've I've always really struggled so when I was in like a workplace and something would happen and there was like a fight or a dispute, I would always instantly feel ganged up on. I've always had this like feeling that everyone was against me. Like a bit of it's over the top, like everyone isn't against you. Mm. But then like, let's say the internet over the last two years hasn't been that nice and things have gone up and imagine like a person like that, so sensitive, so worried and then seeing bad things. It was like horrendous. Because like, it's funny you should say that because like when I, when I see you online and I see the... But let's be honest, the shit that you get sometimes yeah. and or the shit that Goss gets, which yeah. I, I completely understand you take completely yeah. personally. Mm-hmm. Like you seem, you seem well able. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like maybe uh, that that's obviously mm-hmm. perception, but definitely like, perception. Yeah. And like mm. I was saying this to, to Joanne Larby last week as well. Yeah. Like um, both of you seem to have your shit together and you both mm-hmm. seem to be well able and you both seem to be quite, you know, articulate yeah. and able to stand up for yourself and all that kind of stuff. And so I feel as though sometimes people think they have a license then to lob the Do shit at you want. because they think See, that you can handle it's it. It's so complicated because when stuff like that was happening, it's not that I didn't want to come on crying and showing proof that everything was a lie, which it all was. And I did have this proof and everything. Like at the end of the day, like my clients follow me on Instagram. <laughs> I can't go on to Instagram and cry and say this has been the worst week of my life. Like I'm literally in bits because then I have to go into them the next morning and I'm like, so that campaign are working on. Yeah. It's you just can't do it. Like and like my family probably had even a more rough time than I did when all this kind of online honestly online bullying like started to happen especially when they they've my whole life have seen me being bullied. They were mm-hmm. kind of like, are you actually joking? It's happening mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in a way it was harder for them but again it went back to my thing of I want to be liked I want people to like me and I didn't want people to believe things that weren't true and I was worried about that and a lot of things happened around that time that people don't even know about like you know mm-hmm. someone tried to blackmail me around that time because they wanted to put stuff up about me online like I had to go to the guards about it it was a really really stressful time for me and then people were just online still slagging people off thinking it was hilarious and I literally I remember there was one night I was like screaming crying in my bed it was like two in the morning and I rang my mom and I was like I just want to drive home to Limerick like I actually I can't do this anymore like I have to go home like I can't sleep I'm having a panic attack I don't know what to do and it was just over like a stupid page saying a stupid lie and she was like just try and go to sleep and I literally was like inconsolable that night I remember that night so well but then when things keep happening to you, you kind of just open up and get over it. Like I said it to Marissa Carter before we were talking with business. She was on the Gosscast, our podcast. And mm-hmm. I was like, I honestly think if someone got shot in front of me right now, I would just like figure it out, like step over them, help them do whatever. Like 
nothing shocks me anymore mm. and it's taken really bad things to happen to get to that point and do you think but, that that's the case in relationships as well nothing shocks you anymore because you've oh been oh my god no yeah no and that's the thing it's sometimes i feel down on myself i'm like oh my god i've been through all these horrible things like why but at the same time like it does build resilience and i do believe it's for a reason like i i've said it um, when i've talked like james Kavanagh, stephen Byrne, there's so many people in the industry right who have were horrendously bullied in school and I was like, I've always said to them, do you think like our crazy ambition comes from this need to prove people wrong and this need to feel loved and accepted? And they were both like, yes. Mm. So like if I hadn't gone through those things, I don't think I would be as ambitious as I am now. And it's the same with guys. Like if I didn't feel the need to be loved as much, I probably wouldn't be going for the people that I am. But like it's all a part of my story and it's going to mm. end the way it's going to end. And with business, like I'm so grateful all those kind of bullying situations happened in a way because it made me like strive for the absolute best. Mm -hmm. Like even now 17, I got diabetes. Like I think a normal person would be like, let's take a year out and like deal with this illness. I was like, no, 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 let's start a business. Do you know, Mm -hmm. like I'm just like, let's keep going. So that's just the way I am. So, but no, I, I think for anyone listening who's on any of these pages or these groups, I just would love you to just ask yourself, like if this was your daughter or your mom or your sister or your aunt or your cousin, like, would you think it's okay? And I'm like, there's such a place for bitching, like, go on your WhatsApp, have the biggest gossip in the world. We all do it. But I just think people forget that we're all being sent screenshots. It's not actually that we're all looking at the pages. I'm not on any of these things, but I get screenshots sent. It's not as bad as it was before, but I still get people sending me messages being like, this person's after saying this about you. And I'm like, oh, like, thanks for messaging me, but I actually don't care. Don't care, yeah. And negativity just breeds negativity. I'm so positive. I only was talking about someone the other day. I was like, if like the worst lie was written about me now, I'd actually be like, well, like it's not true. So like, whatever. Yeah. You just have to. The danger when you're in this industry, and I'm sure Joanne would vouch this as well, is like you can literally lose money because of it. And like mm-hmm. we did, like mm-hmm. we lost money in gossip because of things that were said. Mm-hmm. So that's disappointing when brands kind of latch onto these things. But I think all the I think people think we're all millionaires, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. driving around in yeah. Range Rovers with yeah. mansions. They're like, you know I what? She deserves yeah. to be questioned yeah. because she. And I'm like, uh, sorry, no, I'm not. Yeah, I would yeah, love yeah. to be a millionaire. Yeah, Cheers. yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, it's it's funny actually being on the other side of things because when I started in journalism, every editor was always like, you know, this person's put themselves in that position, so you have a right to write about their love life. You have a right to question this, and I I actually did believe that for a while. I I don't believe don't that anymore. anymore. Okay, no. and so tell me, would there ever be a chance that you you would pack it all up move back to Limerick and get with a man with road footage well so first of all I'm not from Limerick everyone's gonna laugh I'm from Dublin but my my family moved to Limerick when I was 12 right okay so I spent nine years there uh, absolutely not I can't think of anything worse in the world than living in the countryside and both okay. my sisters live in the countryside they're both married to countryside men they have a lovely life but it's, do they have no. road frontage yeah they both do actually <laughs> <laughs> they both do but no it's not it's not, it's not this is what I'm you. saying this is I can moan all I want there's situations I put myself in and I really do believe you do put yourself in your own situations mm-hmm. so the not being with someone being single having fun I've obviously wanted that in yeah, some way that's obviously like even a choice yeah my apartment building, right? I have no idea who lives on my floor and I'm like, happy out. My family, I don't think would be able to cope if they didn't know who lived next door to them. Yeah. I'm like, no, I love it. Like, I love my own time. I love like just doing me. I don't want to be involved in everything. And you probably know this as well. Like when you're working in this industry, like you just want to go home and have a sleep. Mm. You don't want to start chatting to someone and did you hear about this? And, you? and I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. Like, I just want to go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You don't want neighbours. <laughs> no, but no, no, no move into the country. But like, I wouldn't say no to a country man now. Okay. It's not moving out. And there's LA, there's, there's situations and people in different places. Like there is, there is a possibility. There's, there's potential around. there. I, yeah. I think there definitely is. Just need to find to a nice, normal, non-narcissistic person narcissists need not apply i think yes. that might be a good name for the episode <laughs> please yes i love that okay so oh. um we've been chatting for long enough although like, Sorry, like, like no because like you. all our um like all our dinners when we're sitting when we end up sitting next to each other the time flies um so thanks so much ali ryan and um for anyone that yeah anyone that um hasn't already although i'm sure you haven't uh get on to goss.ie and the goss cast is your podcast yes, right you're gonna have to come on we're going to switch these roles up okay yes come <laughs> I'm on, on board. i love yay, podcasts yay. um so yeah thanks for coming in and Thanks, Cassie. Scout wasn't here today. The dog. Um, I know. Cassie's dog I was wasn't here today. Scout, yeah. And like, <laughs> not that I don't love Cassie, but like when I got out of my car and I saw no dog, I was like, oh, okay. But like, right, we'll reschedule. Um, <laughs> so yeah, before we go, I just want to say I'm considering, I don't know, I 
putting it out there I'm considering doing a live episode of private education um, if you're I don't like listen it could just be me and my dad sitting there and, he, and scout him, the dog him with like protective ear coverings on <laughs> but just there for support oh god um, but yeah if you're interested if if listening to a live recording of private education education is something that you'd be interested in um let me know i might put up a post on instagram and then you can maybe comment under it or something i don't know register your interest somehow get in touch with me <laughs> i am well no private education is at private education podcast on instagram and i'm at ashley m keenan so let me know one way or the other if you be on board um and as always thanks so much for listening and until next week stay safe have fun goodbye Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.